It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Um, 
Okay. Mantra is a Sanskrit word. It's a sacred utterance, a numinous sound, a syllable, word, or phonemas, or group of words in Sanskrit, Pali, or other languages believed by practitioners to have religious, magical, or spiritual powers. All right, cool. So let's get into it. Mantras and chanting. And chanting is saying a word or phrase repetitively. So mantra and chanting, the reason why I got them dashed is because they're pretty much the same thing, but in, you know, different contexts, in different religious contexts, in different, but they're pretty much saying the same thing. To repeat a word or utterance of a spiritual or a strong meaning repeatedly over and over again to take into sound and vibration. Give me one second. Okay. One second. All right, it's 11 minutes away. There you go. All right, back. I'm back. Let's get into it. Uh, got one hour. Let's get into it. We're going to go straight into a straight shot. Mantra chanting. Mantra chanting repetitively is a type of prayer. Just as I explained during the prayer portion, your thoughts and your words have power. Your thoughts and your words are things. So mantra and chanting is just if a word, if you found a word to be so powerful, it's worth saying twice. If it's worth saying twice, it's worth saying three times. So I'm even going to relate this to modern-day music and the hook of a song. The hook of a song is something that is catchy, that is said repetitively, that brings you back to the – it's kind of like the spirit of the song. It brings you back. It's something that they felt was so catchy and so much a good part of the song that they said they got to say it over again. It played about three times through the song. You're going to catch the hook at three, four times in that song. And the hook is usually words that they string together repetitively, phrase that they're saying over and over again. So that being said, chanting and mantra is just finding a spiritual word, a sacred word, a word that holds meaning, a word where the syllable and vibration of the word or the group of words is so highly vibrational that you keep on saying it to connect you with the spirit of those words. Connect you with the spirit of those words to allow you to vibrate on the same frequency on those words and the words that you're supposed to be choosing are high vibrational words. And um, I'm going to sidebar for a second to say that's why the modern-day music industry really causes so much harm sometimes because now 
we got the opposite of mantras happening. Just like I told you about, I'm always going to tell you the positive and the negative of a thing. I'm never just going to tell you the positive thing. Mantras is great. Prayers is great. The power of affirmations is great. But with the power of affirmations, the opposite of that is negative self-talk. You're really speaking negative things into your life with the negative self-talk. Prayers is saying what you want. The opposite of that is speaking on the things that you don't want. Gratitude is saying the things that you're grateful for. The opposite of that is complaining about the things in your life that you don't want. And just like mantra and chanting is powerful, the opposite of that is Percocet, Molly Percocet. These words that are strung together that have meanings that denote bad and negative connotations and things that are not inherently good for that person or any person, and they're being said repetitively, which creates that thought process in their head that will make them susceptible into doing whatever it is that that song is talking about. So that's why we got to look at the music we listen to, the music we play around our children. If the music is literally speaking about things that are negative, negative and have a negative connotation, it's going to have negative impacts on everyone that is hearing the word. 19B. Put your phone down. Your phone is not important right now. Yeah, it's going to have a negative impact on everyone who is listening. That's why for certain spiritual ceremonies, you can't have no negative music playing. It has to be all clean, positive, high vibrational music playing. So that being said, mantras and chanting are of utmost importance, but you got to know why. You got to know why, because it's a high vibrational word or word or action that you actually want in your life. My favorite mantra or chant is Nam Yo Ho Ringe Kyo. Now, the thing is, why is that my favorite chant? Because you look into the meaning of it. So if you look into the meaning of Nam Yo Ho Ringe Kyo, which is a very powerful meditation, um, yeah, which is a very powerful which is a very powerful um, meditative tool that has been used for centuries and millennia to bring about good effect and good healing in people, Nam Yoho Renge Kyo. What it means is Nam means devotion, Yo means mystic, Ho means law, Renge means cause and effect, Kill means pure teachings and pure vibrations of the universe. So Nam Yoho Renge Kill means I devote myself to the mystic law of cause and effect of the pure teachings and pure vibrations of the universe. Ashe? So you say these things repetitively to drive home to your spirit, your subconscious mind, and your conscious mind, connecting your full body in the chant, using your mouth physically while you're thinking it in your head, while you're feeling it through your body, feeling the energy 
and the vibration of the words that you're speaking to cause a change and a shift in your spirit, in your mind, and in your body's actions. When you chant Nam Yoho Renge Kyo, your body starts to relax. You start to feel more at peace because a peace is taking over you because the words you're saying are so high vibrational. And these are Sanskrit, and we know that Sanskrit is a very old language, which words are used, syllables that are vibrational. You hear a lot. You hear a lot. Syllables that are vibrational. Nam yo ho ringe kyo. Nam yo ho ringe kyo. So it's about the vibration of it. It is about the vibration of it. Um. It is about the vibration of it because that vibration is 1.6 miles, 53rd place. The vibration is literally raising your frequency so you're more connected to the creator, connected to the pure spirit. Connected to pure spirit. So that being said, you know what happens when you do the opposite. We already see it. We see it every day in the streets. Man, you listen to Lil Boosie all day about hitting the lick. Eventually, you're going to think twice or more. You're already thinking twice. Every time you hear it, you think about hitting the lick. So one day, when you're in dire enough need and a lick or a robbery or some negative thing that you can do to get you some quick cash presents itself, you're going to do it. Same thing when you talk about bitches and hoes and sleeping with everybody all day on your music. Eventually, you're going to sleep with some people that might not be the greatest people for you and might not be the greatest spiritual connection for you. So we got to understand what we listen to because what we listen to and we agree with, we become susceptible to. It's susceptible to happen in our life because we are accepting it into our subconscious. If when that music come on, we're not offended and we don't turn it off, then we're accepting it into our spirit. You know chants. The thing about chants and mantras, even if you're not the one saying it, even if you go into a Buddhist temple and and they're just singing chants and mantras, a peace comes over you. Just like when you go in the church and they got that good good old job. Man, you already already know. know. Oh, oh, that's I echo. I thought you started speaking. Is there any reason going? Should I continue? Hello? 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 I'm going to just keep talking to you. Um... So, so when, when you, you
Um, hold on, merging it. When you were talking about like, uh, nah, it was that one. My fault. That's my fault. We just missed it. That one. That we just had. So I'm sorry. You were saying. Oh, it's okay. Um, you were talking about um, when people are singing or rapping about sleeping with different women, um, and the opportunity presents itself, they'll do it. it. They'll do it. Yeah. They'll do everything making sense? Yeah, no, this is perfect. This is good. This is good stuff. All right, just got to make sure to check, make sure I'm making sense, you know. All right. Continue. You got it. All right, cool. Appreciate that. So, um, yeah, just like you enter that church, you hear that good old gospel music, man, you know. I guess oh, okay. when you go to church and you hear that good old gospel music, you literally just, you know, your vibration is lifted up. You feel happier. You feel, you know, you feel, like, oh, yeah, that used to be my favorite part of church, the gospel, because the singing is vibrational, and they're speaking affirmations and good words and speaking praises on the God in the most high, you feel. They're speaking these good things into your spirit. So when that's going on, and that's going on, even if you are in a sad, mad, or a place of being not in the greatest mood, it uplifts you, and it uplifts your spirit, it uplifts your mental condition, and it can even heal you. You, We got sound baths, we got, you know, we got the healing bowls, we got all types of vibrational music to uplift the soul and chanting in mantra comes off of that same principle of high frequency words and phrases and vibrations will heal you. Probably was that one we just passed. I stopped using Wave because they done misled me a few times. Where's the card? Yeah, Wave's be misleading. It's the third time. Yeah, I stopped using Wave. I did that. All right, left right here. Okay, I'm back. So, high vibrational words, sounds, and phrases will, high vibrational words, sounds, and phrases will uplift your spirit. Negative words, phrases, and spirits will make you do some dumb stuff, will make you do things that are not of you, will make you do negative things. So, we got to understand that because if we know that, if we know that that is the law that governs us, we're not going to listen to music that is promoting us doing things that we don't want to do in this life. Instead, we're going to find music that actually promotes things that we want to do. We're going to go listen to that Jay-Z 444 because we want to buy the block instead of standing on the block. 
not owning it. So you got to listen to words and things that uplift you. When you go on YouTube, you need to be listening to podcasts and things of things that are uplifting you and teaching you positive things. But if you go on YouTube and just listen to people talking about negativity to just keep up with the Jones, that's what's going to revolve around your life. When you're always watching drama, watching people going through things, arguing about things that don't matter, you're going to find yourself surrounded by arguments that don't matter. So I say that to say, the more you know on how to make your spirit grow, the more your spirit will grow because you'll do and listen to the things that pay homage to your spirit instead of doing and listening to things that don't. So I think you got to go across. You got to go across. So you got to get in this lane because you got to go across. This is this one only. Yeah. All right, I was yesterday. As long as you got it, that's cool. You know what you want. So I I believe that um I know that the better you get at the better you get at saying the things you want and thinking the things you want. It's the law of attraction. It'll happen. And mantras is just saying it repetitively. I've made my own mantras using the Yoruba language. I have a mantra that goes, Alafia Ashe, Alafia Ashe, Alafia Ashe, Oluwa. And all that saying is, Alafia means an eternable, unbreakable peace. Ashe means, so be it. So, Alafia Ashe, Alafia Ashe, eternable, breakable peace. So be it. And eternal breakable peace, so be Alafia Aseyo. Aseyo means it will be so. So eternal unbreakable peace, it will be so. Oluwa, and that's just calling upon the name of God in the Yoruba language. So it's a real simple concept. It's a real simple concept, but you know, you just got to do it. You just actually got to say it right things out your mouth. And if it's so good and it's worth saying once, it's worth saying twice. Worth saying twice is worth saying three times. Get repetitive about the right things. If you do the right things repetitively, things will go way more right in your life than you doing the negative things repetitively. Do the positive things repetitively in your life. The things in your life that bring you happiness and joy, keep doing them. The things in your life that don't bring you any happiness or any joy, stop doing them. It can be that simple. What do you mean? But we have to work. Who likes work? The people that are working, doing things that they like to do. Right now, as we speak, I'm writing a book, and I'm having the time of my life. This isn't work to me. This is passion. Will I still get paid for it? Yes. But it's a passion, not work. Even though, technically, by the definition, I'm working. And it's bringing me joy to do so, to share this knowledge with you all. But if you can't understand that, 
if you doing something and it's not bringing you no joy, it's not what God ordained for you to do in this life. Because God is a God of joy and happiness. He's all for your smiles, not for your cries. But you see, the things that you do that are not of God is what's bringing all the misery into your life. Fundamental Buddhism dictates that misery exists in life. Misery exists in life. There is misery in this world. That's the world we live in. Do you have to live in misery? No. Why do you live in misery? Because of your expectations. A lot of us have unreasonable expectations of ourselves and of God, and that's why we're in misery. We want so many things that are not for us. If only we knew what God had intended for us, then we could ask for just that, and we would be happy with that because that would be the best thing for us because God already knows what's best for us. Because I know we both know that we don't know what's we, I know we can agree that we don't know what's best for ourselves. Most people do not know what's best for themselves. He tells us not there. It's not, it's not there. He drove there, me and my friends, and took him out of the area, and then he drove out again. I forgot where he went. That's not in there. Um, so. Yes, um, mantras and chanting. You don't even have to say it out loud. You can chant and do mantras in your head. Ra'unefra'am men um, speaks about how you um, chant while doing meditation. You just chant in your head. You can have the chant playing outside of yourself while you're repeating it, while you're just finding your stillness. While you're just finding your stillness. You don't have to, you don't have to, chant out loud. You can be doing anything in the world. You can be at work and you can still be chanting. You can be washing the dishes and still be chanting. You can be holding a whole conversation and still be chanting. Might be a little difficult, but you could do it. When you're listening, you can be chanting and sending them the love while you're receiving what they say. Because a lot of times, it might be better for you to chant while you're listening to someone because most people are just thinking about what they want to say in response instead of really listening anyway. So I promise you, it works a whole lot better to chant and send that person love and encouragement as they speak so they will have the right things to say so that God will speak through them because you're praying for them to say something good and they try and say something good. So something good will come of it. If you, if someone talking and they try and say something good and all you think about is your response to what they're saying, you're not really listening and you don't care about the good things that they have to say. You just care about the good thing that you want to say in response to what they said. So, I would say the number one cause of misery is that we are confused about how to operate in this world and the laws that govern us. And that's what this book is about. This book is about going back to the basics, putting the first thing first, putting yourself first. And how do you put yourself first? By knowing what you want, by knowing what God has in store for you, 
and speaking it into existence, talking about it, praying about it, chanting about it. You can make up your own chant. Even if your chant is, I will be rich one day. 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 And you say it a million times. I promise you one day you will achieve that richness that you are trying to achieve. The Migo song, is it because I'm handsome and wealthy? Just speaking that handsome and wealthy into existence. I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. So the thing is, we got to learn how to say what we want, positive, vibrational things. We got all these songs talking about death, murder, killing, you know, damn near talking about rape and, you know, sexual misconduct, damn near talking about being drug addicts and junkies. We have all these songs that are promoting things that we don't want for ourselves, let alone for our children. So why is this what we're promoting in our music? Why is this what we're promoting out of our mouth? Why do we feel comfortable saying these things and not only saying it once, saying it twice and saying it repetitively? The only things we should feel that comfortable saying is a mantra or a chant. And a mantra and a chant dictates that you're saying something that is high vibrational. And that's what makes it healing. And that's why you need that to heal yourself. Because you done put so many things in your head that are not always right and are not always true, then now you need to do all you can to put the right things inside of you. And that's why you got to say it a thousand times, just so you can get it through your head that this is how I need to be moving in this life. This is how I need to be moving in this life, and this is how I choose to be moving in this life. It's an agreement with yourself that you're going to move differently. Because all that music that was telling you to do negative things, you was listening to it, and you made an agreement that that's what you choose to follow. So now you got to choose to follow something else, and that's why you need mantras and chants in your life, because I promise you, most people out here have been listening to all this music on the radio that is not good, is not healing, and will not bring any good results. So now we actually have to intentionally, intentionally choose to listen to things that are going to help us heal in this life. I hope that makes sense. I think that. I think that's a, a nice bow on uh, mantras and chanting. Okay, perfect. And I just wanted to remind you that you had covered, we did, so, so far we've done affirmations. Um, you did do meditation because you were talking about, like, um, what is it, introspection? Yes. Like you were talking about that that time. And then we talked about, we just did mantras and chants. And yesterday we did prayer. Um so if you want to go ahead and start with your next topic, I'm going to leave my phone out here in the car with my uh, laptop so that way it's recording. So whenever you're ready, I should be back in like five minutes. I just have to get these, put, these, put some more time on my clothes. Um, but whenever, yeah, whenever you're ready, you got, you got it. Okay. Let me find the next topic. Um, 
you're doing good. Like this is, and then I love that you did give some additional, uh, you gave the positive as far as talking about the Migos, you gave some negative with what people talk about in music too. Yeah. And then you gave great ideas with the matches and chants. So let's keep going. Let's keep doing what, what you're doing. And I just love that how it's flowing to you and it's just coming naturally. So you got it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Let's see what we got next. I don't know why I can't. Okay. So, um, what number are we on? That was, um, me and Don, Affirmations, Prayer, Mantra, Chanting. Did we do gratitude yet? We have not done gratitude. You kind of, you kind of covered it in, you kind of covered it in prayer a little, but I would like for you to expound on gratitude. So, so far, prayer. Meditation, mantras and chants, affirmations, um, and now we're doing um, gratitude. So we got two more um, after this. Yes. So we well, got, one more after this. So yeah, we got gratitude and happiness pledge, and that should wrap a bow on this. Gratitude, All right. Happiness pledge. That should wrap wrap a bow on this for real, for because those you you master. Those seven tools that we just spoke about, then, man, you you you're on the path for sure. On the path for sure. Ah, maybe connecting with nature. That's the one other one that I would um might you know. That's the one other one that I might um have to put a problem. So, yeah, if if it comes to a problem. We'll just make mantra and chanting a part of prayer, because prayer had um, prayer, praise, and worship. Yes, so. and I'll tell you this: don't say it's a problem. We'll, we'll always just figure it out to make sure it makes sense in your book. Awesome, awesome, absolutely. I like that. I like what you said there. Don't never say it's a problem. Look at you using my principles. I just picked it up. <laughs> I Don't just picked that one up from you. Don't say Don't it's a problem because it's not a problem. We're not going to make it a problem. That, if you say that, that's what it becomes. But when you say it's not, it's not. Correct. Correct. That's how you t- talk to children, too. When you say, you know, y'all are bad, kids going to yeah. fall into that. Like, we bad kids. You're not being as good as you should be. This is what good looks like. Are you doing this? No. So you need to do this, right? Yeah, uh-huh. I talked about absolutely right. Yeah, absolutely right. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Okay, so You're right, welcome. right back. Like uh-huh. We are on gratitude. Oh my goodness, this is supposed to be first. I touched on gratitude and prayer because you got to do gratitude during your prayer the whole time. Gratitude. First thing first, as soon as you wake up, the first thing you need to do is say, just like you say good morning or you say grand rising or however you greet the people around you, you need to greet God. And as soon as you greet God, the first thing y'all got to talk about is how grateful you are that you are alive this day, 
that you rose again for another day, and there are thousands of people all over the world that did not wake up the same way you woke up and are in a different dimension, realm, ascended to heaven, wherever they went. But you know that it is truly, you have truly been blessed just in the fact that you woke up this morning, and so many of us take it for granted because God do it for us every day. Every day we wake up. We done woke up every day for years and years and years up until this moment in time now, and we praise God and ask that he continues to allow us to wake up. That means we're still alive. So the first thing you got to do when you rise and you acknowledge the fact that I'm still alive. I went to bed in this bed. I woke up in this bed. Thank you, God. I am grateful for you waking me up this morning. I am grateful for all you're doing in my life. I'm grateful for the bed that I slept on throughout the night. I'm grateful for the roof that was over my head that provided me shelter. Grateful for this water I'm about to drink. Grateful for the breakfast I got in the fridge. I'm grateful for my family that's around me. I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful. Let me tell you, gratitude is so important because gratitude is how you convey to God what's going right in your life. And if you don't have no gratitude, you're going to lose those things because you're not grateful for them. So you're not valuing them, and because you're not valuing them, they'll slowly fade away. You ever seen a toy that a child don't play with? They'll eventually lose it. They'll eventually lose it, or they'll break it accident or on purpose or however it happens, but the things that you're not grateful for slowly go away. You ever seen a person in your life that you weren't grateful for? What they do? Slowly but surely drift away. But you ever seen somebody that you always talk about how grateful you are for their presence? Didn't their presence increase? The same. It's the same. These are universal laws and principles. The more gratitude you show for a thing, the more, the bigger part that that thing will play in your life. If you say how grateful you are for your peace and your happiness, more peace and happiness will get to you. That's why I greet everyone in love and peace. Everybody I talk to, peace and love, love and peace, peace and love. Everybody, that's how I greet them. Why do I greet them that way? Because that's what I want most in life. So that's why I'm going to give out because that's what I want back. So I'm going to keep, I'm grateful for peace and love because I want peace and love to grow in my life. I'm grateful for the peace and love that I already have. And I definitely want to grow exponentially. So gratitude is your ability to make something increase in your life. Your lack of Gratitude is your ability to make something decrease in your life. These are tools. What I'm giving y'all right now is fundamental tools to help yourself get what you want and need for yourself. Because first things first, we got to address what's going on with ourselves and we got to heal ourselves. And this is how we do it. We got to be grateful 
for the ways that we're healthy. Because if we not, they fade. People's health with their ways. Gotta be grateful for your beauty. Because people's beauty withers away. You gotta be grateful for your money. Because people's money wither away. You got to be grateful for the things that you're actually grateful in your life. And you got to express that. The thing is, man, I tell my daughter this all the time. Even though I don't need nothing in return for getting you and doing the things I do, you saying thank you and you showing gratitude shows me that you like what I'm giving you. So what am I going to do every time I want to make you smile or make you happy? I'm going to do it again. But if I do it for you and you don't crack a smile, I probably won't get you that gift again because your reaction showed me that you don't like it. Think about the uh, think about you praying for Bugattis and things like this. Then God give you a Bugatti and you don't even crack a smile? Why would God give you that again? You're clearly not happy about it. And because of that, God probably going to find a way to make it go away because you're not happy about it. But if God did, but if God gave you a Bugatti and you made a whole song talking about, I woke up in a new Bugatti. Just show how happy and grateful you are for what you, for what has been given to you and awarded to you. Going to be, God's going to give you even more. Next thing you know, you might have two Bugattis or a car dealership or something else because you're grateful for it. You appreciate
I could tie the boat a little tighter. Yeah, tie it a little tighter because that's what I got too. Um, you know, you you gave a great example of gratitude. So if you can give people some tips, or is that something you're going to put into the exercise or the? Uh, I'm definitely all of these things. I'm going to put exercises into it, and it's just going to be like I'm grateful. These are the eleven things that I'm most grateful for, and I want God to increase in my life. Gotcha. Okay. You know, so absolutely. We definitely going we gonna we gonna put exercises for all of these and it don't gotta be hard, it just gotta be little starter sentences that allow them to get into writing what they need to write. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Right, well yeah, so all I need you to do is tie the bow just a little tighter, add some you know, just add anything else that you feel would be helpful to this particular section about gratitude. Okay. So gratitude is literally your ability to increase something or to ask God for an increase. It's like gratitude is your ability to ask for a raise from God. And being ungrateful will eventually cause something to decrease or disappear or go away or you to get fired. If you're grateful for a job and you go there and show your gratitude every day and you show you're happy to be there and you do great work, you're going to get raised. Your boss is going to, your boss is going to reward you for that. If you got a good boss, if you got boss that's as good as my God, you feel me? You're going to get reward for that. You go over there, and you're ungrateful. You act like, man, it's, man, they should be great that you even showed up to work today. You feel me? They don't show any happiness. Back in, back in, please. Back in, please. Yeah, you don't show any gratitude for the fact that God literally allowed you to um to come here and be here today, then you're not gonna you're going to end up inevitably losing out on all the things that you supposedly want in this life. All the things that you have that you supposedly like, if you ain't giving gratitude for it, then man, you you don't really want to. That's what you're telling God anyway. So that's what matters. You got to show that you actually want these things. Because by showing that that's what you want, God will give you more of it. But if you show that, if you actually do the opposite of showing that's what you want, like somebody give you something and you act like, what's this for? Or you act totally ungrateful, like, like you don't appreciate what they got, or I didn't ask for that, and saying things like that, probably not going to happen again. Somebody probably not going to go out the way to do that same thing that they did for you. Man, I told my daughter, listen, even if you got a gift that you don't like, I would still act happy because the thing is, that's just going. That's just going to make somebody want to give you another gift. You feel me? Just because they saw how happy the gift you gave made them, or you can even be real and be like, you know what? I don't really like this gift, and tell the reason why. 
Say, I love gifts. I'm so happy that you went out your way to get this for me. I just don't like the actual gift. I like the fact that you got me a gift. That's still showing gratitude. They're saying, I'm grateful that you thought about me. I just don't see how I can use what you gave me. And that's a whole other thing entirely. And people can, people will appreciate that realness. You can say the same thing to God. I appreciate the car, but it's not really the type of car. Like, I thought it was what I wanted, but it's not really what I wanted. It really makes these weird noises, and I don't all the way feel safe. Can you help me get this car fixed or send me a better car, please, God? You can talk to God like that. God respect that. I would respect that for my daughter. My daughter come and tell me, oh, I like this necklace you gave me, but you know pink's my favorite color, and you know I don't really like green that well. I'm glad you got it for me, but you know I would prefer pink. So I wouldn't even be mad at her. The next time I decide to get her a bracelet or a gift, what color do you think it's going to be? It's going to be pink because that's what she asked for. And she didn't do nothing wrong, but she still showed gratitude for the fact that I went on my way to get some for her. She just said it's not exactly what she wanted, and that's fine. It's the thought that matters, the fact that I want to give her something to show my gratitude for her. I got her the gift to show my gratitude for her. God gives us gifts in this life. God rewards us to think, rewards us. What's a reward? Showing gratitude for the work rendered. Showing gratitude for the services rendered. When someone pays us for a service we're providing, that's our reward for a service rendered. They're pay- paying us for a good service. I have changed the type of changing. I do not, unfortunately. They don't have no change. Yeah. How much do um? How much do you own? What what was it? Pay it to them as a tip. Just charge it to the game. I'll I'll send you five dollars. Charge it to the game, man. That's how you get blessings. Give. I'm talking about giving and gratitude right now, man. They're like calling them back and telling them to give that money with a grateful heart so they come back faster. You are grateful to give out money, you'll have more money to give out. That's how God works. If you're frowning about giving out or losing out on five dollars, man, it's like you're not God going. God work in mysterious ways. You might not have five dollars to give out next week. But be grateful for whatever you're doing. Be great. Some people don't have five dollars to pay for something. So if you got to give a five dollar tip, give it gratefully. I know that's a little. It's not off topic. It's on topic. But that's not what we're talking about right now. Gratitude. I say, I feel like I brought gratitude. I found yeah. really <laughs> you did good. Okay, yeah, yeah, you did good. Um, all right, so we have about fifteen minutes left. If you wanted to add anything else, or if you wanted to touch on anything else, you know what? 
I'm going to just go to the next thing because I think I can wrap up the next thing in 15 minutes. I feel like the next one is a, is a, it's, it's, it's straightforward. It's a straight shot. You feel me? Okay. Well, you got, you got the, uh, you got the floor. Hold on. Let me make sure it's, um, okay. Yeah, it's still, it's still going. Let me reload my app. Let me get my, some water. I mean, my throat drying up and talking, talking. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Um, it's reloading. I'm just trying to make sure it's got me back in the studio. The weather out here is just crazy. It's just so whack. My service does not want to act right when the weather is not right. Oh, man. The weather sucks over here right now, too. Yes, yes, yes. All right. So I believe we are good to go. Yeah, I'm back in. Um, So, yeah, you have until about... 19, so I'm going to let you do your thing. I'm going to go get my clothes, um, but I should be back in the car in about five minutes. So, um, floor is yours. If you want to put everything all together, this last piece that you're doing today, um, yeah, you got it. Okay. All right. Moving straight ahead. Happiness Pledge. Ooh, a joyfulness or a happiness pledge. It is your way of pledging to yourself to cream what's going to happen in your day. Everybody says they want happiness in life. Everybody says they want to have a happy day. But you got to pledge for your day to go that way. So a joyfulness pledge or a happiness pledge is literally saying, I am, I want to be happy today. I pledge to be happy for all the things that I'm going to do today. I pledge to be happy that I woke up today. I pledge to be happy as I brush my teeth today and do my hygiene. I pledge to be happy as I meditate. I pledge to be happy as I do my gratitude, my affirmation. I pledge to be happy as I drive to work. I pledge to be happy while I'm at work. I pledge to be happy when I'm driving home from work. I pledge to be happy when I'm eating today. I pledge to be happy when I'm talking to my children today. I pledge to be happy when I'm talking to my queen today. I pledge to be happy. You are pretty much declaring ahead of time to be happy for all the things that you know you're going to have to do today. You already know you're going to have to do these things today. You know what you have to do today. So you need to pledge to be happy for all the things you know you're going to have to do today. Because in doing that, you shall make it so. You're speaking it into existence. You are speaking into existence. So 
your happiness pledge is of utmost importance because what you pledge to be happy for, you will be happy for it. If you already made the agreement with yourself to be happy when you got ready for work, it won't be such a downing thing where you get feel like you got to be mad or hey, I got to be, I'm on my way to work to get sick. You don't pledge to be happy for something. You're agreeing that you're not going to be happy for it. How many times do you complain about the things that you know you're going to have to do today? Man, my day going to be long. You'll be already sick and tired of your day before your day even got a chance to start. That's not living life. That's not living right. That's not living happy. You'll never have a happy, happy and joyful life living that way. So you got to pledge to be happy. You got to be pledged to be happy for the things that you done prayed for. You prayed for a job. You asked God, God, I'm tired of being broke. I need a job. But you can't even pledge to be happy for that. I pledge to be happy while I'm at work today. Because you pledge to be happy, you're going to be happy, and you're going to have a great day at work because you're going to see all these things at work that made you happy. But if you don't pledge to be happy, you're going to see all of these things at work that drain you and make you tired and make you feel sick. You're like, I don't want to do this again. I'm about to quit. You feel me? You quitting every day and you ain't still ain't do it yet because you want that little check you're going to get. And I said little because you ain't happy enough because the check obviously not big enough. So I say that to say we got to be happy for the things that's going on in our life, because if we're not happy for the things that's going on in our life, they probably shouldn't be going on in our life. If you can't be happy for work, you probably shouldn't be working there. You can't find no reasons to be happy for work, you probably shouldn't be working there. That's not your passion, that's not your path. Quit today. Tell them, King, tell them you read a book and King God Day told me to quit, so I quit. God will reward you for that. Because that's clearly not your path, so you need to find what it is and go do that. If you can't be happy for your family or the people around you, they probably shouldn't be around you or you probably shouldn't be around them, one or the other. Because you can't find no joy there. Find no joy there. It's not meant for you. I just told you, God don't want to see you unhappy. You choose to be unhappy. So your happiness pledge is you making the choice to be happy. You got to make the choice to be happy. And by making the choice to be happy, you will be happy. I promise you that. I promise you. You make the choice to be happy, you'll find plenty of things to be happy about. So if you don't make the choice to be happy, You'll find plenty of things to be sad, mad, and all other type of things about. So you got to choose your own happiness. You got to choose your happiness. Then you got to manifest it. You got to bring it into being. You got to choose your happiness. When you when you say you're going to be happy for your day, there's going to be so many opportunities for happiness that's going to come about. And now all you got to do is be happy. 
All you have to do is be happy. Because we're supposed to be happy, joyful beings. But if you're not being happy, it's because you didn't choose to be happy. Nobody can make you not be happy. We try to blame everybody else on why we're not happy. But happiness is a state of mind. It's a state of it's a it's a it's a relationship and a feeling between you yourself and God. Period. Relationship between yourself and God. It don't got nothing to do with other people. Other people can do things that are not what you want them to do. But you don't got internalized that. That don't have to make you not be happy. You could be like, oh, they 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 choosing violence today. You feel me? They must not want a happy day. But I'm not gonna let that stop me from having my happy day. I still plan on having a happy day. I still plan to have a happy day. So that's why your happiness pledge or your joyful pledge is so important because with that. You literally can speak happiness into your day for all of your pre-programmed, for all of your pre-programmed um, things that you plan on doing today. Good to go. Good to go. Is that up or sleep? Be up or sleep. Don't wake my boy up. Make sure the door is closed all the way. Make sure yeah, it's closed. Closed. Huh? Is it? I just saw it in there. I mean, I didn't, I didn't know it to be mine, but. Yes, it is. Yes, sir. All right, peace and love. Have a great one. Yeah, so peace and happiness. Happiness is a state of being elated at what's going on in your life. And you should be elated at what's going on in your life. You should be elated at what's going on in your life because it's your life. And if it doesn't bring you elation, probably not for you. Or y'all not having the right relationship with that thing, and that's why you got pledged to be happy for it. Because if you pledge to be happy for something, You'll find out a way to be happy for it, and God will give you every chance for there to be happiness there. So that's why it's so important to have a happiness pledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm right here. (laughs) I've been listening. All right. I I think I tied a bow on happiness pledge, too. Ain't too much to go into. It's just a pledge. You just pledging to God that you won't be happy for things you have to do today. It's a simple concept. 
but it's a powerful one. It is a simple, that is a simple concept, but yeah. And I think the happy, uh, not get too off topic, well, this is on topic, but the happiness pledge will allow you to put out higher vibrations so that you can kind of attract that stuff that you want. So good stuff. That that makes sense. That that actually is a is a powerful tool that you just put into the book. Um okay. So next time we meet, how many we got left? Do we got is it two or, or one or two? It's only the only thing left that we got to touch on is connecting with nature. Okay. Okay, cool. So um do you want to do it next, uh, like Monday next week or Tuesday or this weekend? Day, Friday, Monday. Oh no, no, no! I ain't doing. <laughs> going to do all my, uh, no, siri, <laughs> Oh no, no, no! I ain't know what you was gonna say. You was like, oh no, 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 no. No, I ain't gonna do that. I'm giving my whole Monday to the healing cipher, man. I'm going to focus on rock. Oh, yeah, yeah. What am I thinking about? Yes, okay. I don't even want nothing else on my mind. I want to be clear, you feel me? I got you. possible. So um, so Tuesday would be great. Monday, I'm not doing it. All right. All right. Other than sending people a reminder to tune into the show on Monday, I don't got too much words for people. If you want to hear me talk, you're going to have to catch me at 7. Ah, okay. So Tuesday it is then, 5.55? Tuesday, 5.55. That sounds great. Um, only other thing I have to discuss with you is I sent you an email probably, I think it was like a couple days after our first meeting. I know. I was going to bring that up, too, about, you know, logging into something. Yeah. yeah. Me, me, you going we, can to, we, can we have a. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.